Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. That's my celebration a la Lion King of, well, is it the rebirth of England's white ball cricket? I very much doubt it, but at least it's given us cause for some kind of celebration. Two things there. When I thought Simon was on the podcast with us, singing. <laughs> Two, you just beat the Netherlands. Come on. It's not like he won the World Cup. <laughs> well, no, no, you're quite right, Eugene. And wonderful it is to be with you, as always, this evening. Yes, I've been thinking about this long and hard um, since how, what have I made of today. I It's helped our net run rate. Uh, we've jumped place. a few places. Yeah. Yes, we've jumped a few places in the table, which is great. And Ben Stokes was wonderful, as Ben Stokes is. Chris Wokes, brilliant. Wow. Yeah. With bat and ball. But there's cause for concern, isn't there? Still. Because if we put that batting performance in against Pakistan in a few days' time, I think I think we get murdered. Yeah. Stokes looks... was dropped on, on 30 odd, was he? Yeah, um fine leg with a sitter from the from from one of the guys at fine leg. Yeah. I mean J Root, Joe Root J. J Root, Joe Root nutmegged himself, which is a you know. I've seen a lot of things in my life. I haven't seen somebody nutmeg themselves to get bold middle stump. Do you know what's really interesting? It looks like everybody's trying to score a runner ball where the only person that wanted to play, well, I say only, two people, three people that wanted to play cricket today. Milan, Stokes, and Wokes. Mm. They were the only ones that were interested in putting in the hard yards, and that's why they scored a few runs. Yeah, I think you're dead right, mate. The I thought David... Fair enough, he was allowed to start well yep. because of some of the ball. And Logan Van Beek had a, a bit of a torrid start with the ball. Other than his first ball that was basically a toe-crunching in-swing in Yorker, but after that just bowled a load of four balls, a load of boundary balls to Milan. I think 87 off 74 he got before being run out. Yep. Whose fault was it? God knows. He he just hit it and set off, didn't he? And was, you know, wasn't far away from getting back in. But, yeah. Um. Yeah, interesting one. Stokes, obviously, you know, he is the man that can, isn't he, from an England perspective? He's supposed to be retired. Um, well, yeah, but I, we can't we can't continue to expect Ben to pull us out of the mire when we're getting ourselves in into some pretty horrid positions. Yeah, uh, and it, and and likewise, you can't expect Chris Wokes. You know, he's batted pretty well throughout the tournament. Started the t- tournament terribly with the ball, but gritty fighter you know and he's a talented all-rounder yeah but i do i do worry if we'd have put that batting performance in against pakistan or on one of the other top tier yeah. nations we'd have been in real trouble yeah yeah i agree the, the interesting thing for me is it doesn't look like people want to be there and you know mm. it was it, again listening to the comms at the halfway point when i forget it was nasser or, or michael atherton saying 
they get both schools of thought. One should Ben be here? Shouldn't he be going back and getting his operation? And 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 the one half of the thought process is yes, because if he wasn't there today, imagine how much trouble he would have been in. The second half of the thought process is well, he's going to bring in the test. He's going to be bringing the test side over relatively soon. So therefore, mm-hmm. is he going to be fit for that now after the operation? So, you know, you, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't in his case. But but yeah, I mean, his his knock today was 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 sublime. Did you see the interview with Stokesy after the game? I didn't know. So, it was NASA was interviewing him. So obviously, he, he won the Man of the Match award. Uh, and the last question he asked was directly about that and the injury and the operation. Was that basically the question was along the lines of, you know, there are some people saying that you shouldn't be here. You should have gone and got your operation. Yeah. You know, was that ever a consideration? And he said, no, never. You never leave anyone hanging. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think that is kind of Ben Stokes through and through, isn't it? I think from hell or high water, he will, you know, as soon as they finish you know, he might well be on a plane straight after the Pakistan game on, is it Saturday? And then Operation it's Sunday. Saturday, it might be Saturday, as quick as Sunday. that for all we know. No, yeah. no it's, Saturday, it's Saturday, isn't it, we play? So yeah. he might be it might be Saturday night. He's on the plane or Sunday morning. Yeah. Know, in Straight into the hospital, straight into the operation. And I think Simon said it's it's between seven and eight weeks recovery. Yeah. So, which will, you know, he's still cutting it fine, to be fair. I presume by recovery, what Simon means is, you know, recovering next, you know, fully recovered in order to be able to play. Yeah. I would expect not just, you know, having stitches out or whatever. Yeah. You know, I'd imagine it's keyhole surgery anyway. So, you know, whether there'll be much, many stitches. Like in my shoulder, I didn't have any stitches. It's just the, the, the incisions are that small. And these guys are so highly skilled now that the, the wounds just heal. And you, you can't you can't really tell that they were even there in the first place. So he's, he's got this. The first test is at the end of January in twenty twenty. Oh, it's the end of January, is it? Yeah, it's okay. the twenty fifth. I just right. had a quick look now, just to make sure. So yeah, first test is yeah. India versus England on the twenty fifth of January. So he's got he's got two months to recover, roughly two and a half months. Yeah, yeah. From a from a Netherlands point of view, there was nothing really to of any great positivity today, was there? Baz de Leerde overtook his dad. Which was a, a milestone. Oh, it did, did it? Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was. Yeah, it was interesting listening to you know all the the, the, the go through the different families and, admittedly, Baz Delia's dad, who had played half the amount of games, taken the same amount of wickets. He went past him today, so well done right. to him. Okay. But yeah, other yep. than that, nothing really to write home about. Their fielding was okay. I think the batting, you know, Scott Edwards is again the linchpin trying to trying to hang in there. Mm. But but you know, England of older are looking good. I mean. Again, looking at the bowling performance from England, that new ball when Wokes and Willie were bowling, it was doing all sorts. You know, Joe Root could have yeah. taken that catch. He dropped the first first over of the game, unfortunately. It was tough to his left and low, wasn't it? But, yeah, I mean, was. I was thinking, should, should should Butler have gone across him? Yeah. You know, you, you would know, having filled it first slip, if it goes to your left, it, in, it's the keeper's catch, really, yeah. isn't it? I know it's a split-second decision, but... They, Shane Watson on commentary actually said that he was like, "Well, Butler should have gone for that." And again, you know, it yeah. does bring up it does bring up the 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 added conversation going back to Mott and Butler. Is Butler going to be around for the next you know the next one day series? Do they need to find another keeper? That's a bit of even if he's even if even if he is or if he regardless of whether he is or isn't, I just think this entire experience he's he's a bit just like brain fried. Yeah, and so you know. 
you, you can't you can almost kind of forgive him that you know he's gonna he's got no runs again he's chipped one to mid off i think today just just looks like a bloke who wants to <laughs> be at home with his young family yeah. and who can blame him you know i'd love to see him go out and get a score against pakistan you so know would, so you, would new zealand <laughs> well yeah no of course yeah but you know like you know when we've played golf together you can have the worst round or feel like you're having the worst round comparatively towards your handicap and then you can just hit one, you, you absolutely nail one down the middle of the 18th tee box and all of a sudden everything's all right again. So I'm kind of hoping that Joss might feel that and get a score in the game against Pakistan maybe to get us over the line or or whatever. And then it kind of gives him a a bit of a renewed sense of faith about his own game and the state of English cricket, English white ball cricket. So, but we'll, we'll have to see. I mean, you know, good to get through today. There were periods when, you know, Johnny Bairstow, and if so many of them have had really poor tours, really poor tournament. But you know, there's one, there's one big game left in order to you know solidify our our position in the in the Champions Trophy, which is the only thing left to play for. Yeah. So, but it would be nice to see some of the lads who have struggled throughout the entire tournament get a score and just to kind of renew their their own faith in themselves. You know, it doesn't matter, really matter what we think or, or what fans think. You know, it, it's all about. The, these lads are proven, tried and tested cricketers and haven't become a bad side overnight, as, as we've said many times. But there'll be a, a few, a fair bit of soul-searching going on personally for a lot of these lads. So it'd be nice to see them get a score between, well, in the, in the final game to kind of give them that renewed faith in their own ability. Yeah, I mean, it is good to see England back to winning ways. Be a, they made it hard work, which was good viewing, by the way, because it looked like, you know, I mean, I think the first thing I saw in the WhatsApp group was this morning was, oh, here we go again. You know, mm. England lost wickets in clusters, but then, you know, managed to to pull it back. But yeah, it does mean that they're now in seventh place. And looking at the games to come, you know, you'd argue New Zealand, Sri Lanka, you know, worst case scenario for Sri Lanka is they get one point or best case scenario, whichever way you look, because it looks like the weather's inclement tomorrow. So hopefully that changes. You never believe the weathermen, as they say. Um, Afghanistan mm. and South Africa, that doesn't have any impact on England. Australia, Bangladesh, that has an impact, obviously, but you'd like to think Australia will will turn them over. Pakistan. Yeah. So, so hypothetically, let's say Pakistan wins that game. England remain where they are. Try not to do too much damage to the net run rate, I think is the big question. And then the last match is India-Netherlands. And you'd, again, you'd think that, you know, the Netherlands would win that. So it all depends. I would lose that, rather. Yeah, yeah. It all depends if if England don't win what that margin of victory will look like and it'll affect the net run yeah. rate. Yeah, yeah. One thing that I, I forgot to mention when talking about England's batting innings is, you know, they've got to 340, but they scored over 100 yeah. runs in the last 10. Yep. Isn't that the way yeah. every How team's many doing it? <laughs> well, and that's what, that's what we've been saying for the entire tournament, isn't it? Give yourselves a chance. Yeah. You yeah. know, keep wickets in the shed. Fair enough, you know, it took Chris Wokes and Ben Stokes to, to kind of save us. You know what, Stokes would have come in. Wokes would have come in at what seven or eight? Uh, eight, and I think uh, he was in. I just stand eight. to be corrected. I think he came in on the eighth, in the twenty-eighth over. But I can, I can confirm that in a second when we start looking. At no, thirty-fifth, thirty-fifth over, right? Okay, thirty-fifth over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fifteen overs to to bat out, and the, the commentary team were talking about England getting bowled out again. I'm like, well, just hold. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, there's still a job to be done here. They did have a good score at that yeah. age. From memory, I think they were. What was it around about? I don't know, two twenty when he came in, somewhere around there, must have been. 
it was yeah, one hundred ninety-two. One hundred ninety-two when Ali went up. The shot Ali played, I was just like, he definitely doesn't want to be there. He's looking like somebody that's already one foot on the plane. Checked out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Six for well, one hundred ninety-two for six when Wokes came in. Yeah, three hundred twenty-one for seven when Wokes was out. Yeah. So I mean, normal partnership. Yeah. Talking about in, smashed a six and they went out next ball. <laughs> yeah, 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 classic David. Yeah, really, yeah. That. I love that. <laughs> but you know the England's bowling performance: three wickets for, for Ali and Rashid, which was great yeah. because we haven't really seen them as spinners come into the tournament too much so far. Wokes one for nineteen off seven bowled a phenomenal spell, as did David Williams two for nineteen off seven. Atkinson, young, only his second game of the World Cup, but he was almost lauded as the. You know, someone who bowls a little bit like Jofra, yeah. short, bustly run-up, can get it down there at 90 miles an hour, but has really struggled, he has. hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, he's not looked anything like, you know, even, you know, half of what you'd expect Jofra or half of what Jofra did in his first World Cup. I don't know what that is. You know, he's obviously very young and he's got plenty of time, but it does, it almost shows you, rather than how, I think, I think Joffre went so far against the grain by doing so well so early in his career that it almost reflects badly on Gus Atkinson. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, he is young, he is learning. You know, is it the first time he's bowled in India? Probably. You know, is it? has he bowled against the Netherlands? Did they have half-decent plans? You, you, you know, we don't know any of this information and, and the stats and, and, mm. and working on the back office and how things work from that point of view. But, you know, when somebody comes in as the enforcer, he definitely wasn't that today. He bowled a couple of short balls and was put into the stands a few times. And the rest of them were half, not half volleys, but sort of it looked like slower bounces because they kept getting wider. It just didn't look like the mm. pitch where, where you wanted somebody that was out and out pace. It looked like you needed somebody that could swing it or in, in this case, spin it in Mo and Ali and Rich. Mm. So they, they were mentioning the, the un, up and young coming. Have I got that the right way around? The young and upcoming rather. Yeah. Um, you know that oh, I've forgotten his name now. The the leg spinner. Uh, oh, Rahan Ahmed. Yeah, so the young and upcoming Rahan Ahmed. But um, what do you think? Do you think he's going to be in sooner rather than later? I would expect so. I, I think he's probably the horse that they're backing in terms of the next the next spinner. Certainly for in white ball purposes. Probably, but arguably, you know, you've got Will Jacks as well, who who will form part of that side. I think what we will start to see is that transition. You know, that side that played against Ireland in those three one days, you will start to see more and more of those guys start to come in. I think you'll probably see a fair few retirements off the back of it. This is what makes the central contract conversation even more interesting for me and almost a little bit more crazy. Unless they're basically picking a lot of them for, okay, we think you're going to play red ball cricket, so you can have yourself a central contract. And they will start to then play around a little bit more with the white ball and try and get some of these younger lads in. I'm not entirely sure, but you know that that all remains to be seen. But yeah, I think the next generation of the next iteration of this England white ball side will contain the the likes of Jacks, Duckett, Phil Salt, Rahan Ahmed, uh, people like Josh Tong, um, you know Sam Hain, you know, yep. uh, and, and so um, and so we'll see. We, 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 that'll all show itself to be whatever it is as, as time progresses. So yeah, yeah. tomorrow, New Zealand, Sri Lanka, come on, New Zealand. Yeah, no the, rain. I'd say the two no most injury, <laughs> Well, no, the the two most injury hit sides in the tournament actually finally face off against each yeah, other tomorrow. Exactly. So, and then uh, yeah, so Friday is South Africa, Afghanistan. Uh, 
South Africa, Afghanistan. We play on Saturday, and then India finish the tournament. Two games on Saturday, by the way. There's an early game, oh, there which are is Australia, games. Bangladesh, and then there is England, Bangladesh. Pakistan. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that England-Pakistan so, game, Pakistan will know what they need to do to qualify for the semi-final. Yeah. I'm sure we'll talk yeah. about it tomorrow night in a bit more detail in terms of, you know, once Sri Lanka and once we know the result between Sri Lanka and New Zealand, we can understand the permutations and in terms of what Pakistan will need to do against England or what England would need to, yeah. you know, to do to help New Zealand considering, I guess they drew a World Cup, you know? Well, well yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, but I think that, you know, that Pakistan-England game could become a massive game. In regards to, you know, depending on how the, the, these other results go. So yeah. it will most likely be myself and Robbo having got a shoe in from one of the lads from Twickenham today that huge kindly <laughs> messages about in the group about me saying it was my night off when Simon had to record on his own. It was actually my night off, but you know, so, but for, for some kind of forfeiture, I'm now doing every single one of the remaining games. Um, so it. it looks like, love it. well, it, I do, I do love it. And I love spending time with you, Pear. But it, it sounds like, from memory, from what we agreed last night, I think it'll be all three of us for the two semis in the final. So, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so it'll be me with either uh, Tweed or Twit or Tweed or Twat between now and the end of the group stages, yeah. and then it'll be me with the the twins for for the two semis in the final. So, yeah. of course, I'm joking. I love you both <laughs> dearly. Um, I'm, I'm just going to let the, I'm gonna let the listeners come back and answer the, the, what those those comments mean. Well, if I didn't say it first, then you'd have said it about me or Robbo, or if Robbo <laughs> was here, he'd have said it about me and you. Yeah, so. Exactly. But yes. So yeah, England finally put in some semblance of a performance today. Hardly convincing, but got the job done. Up into seventh place. And now I guess Champions Trophy cricket is, is in their own hands. Yeah, it's holding on to it. Talking of which, Eugene, before we forget, you sent something to us just before we started recording, did you not? I did, yes. Do you want to just talk us through that? Well, just that there's an ICC tournament. Yeah, there's an ICC tournament every year up until 2031. I mean, yeah. how much more cricket are we going to have to talk about? This is phenomenal. We can, well, you know, if I mean... I'm going to, I'm going to send it to the wife and say, look, all these daily podcasts I'm going to have to do over the next eight years. <laughs> so obviously this year's 20 world cup in India, 2020 world cup in West Indies in the U S next year. Champions Trophy T20, right? Is that T20 from memory? Yeah. 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 Champions trophy in Pakistan, 2025, 2026, another T20 world cup in India and Sri Lanka. 2027 is the 50 over world cup in Zimbabwe, South Africa and Namibia. 2028 is a T20 World Cup in Australia and New Zealand. Champions Trophy in India in 2029. T20 World Cup in England, Ireland and Scotland in 2030. And then the 50 over World Cup in India and Bangladesh. Well, India's got Crikey. a lot there. Well, I mean, it's not as... Uh, you, you would be forgiven for thinking they're in charge of global cricket. <laughs> oh, oh, we're wait. not going to go down um, tonight. No, 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 not tonight. No, I haven't slagged off anybody tonight. Actually, no, you surprisingly. Haven't. So, uh, I'll best disappear before my Tourette's kicks in. So, thank you very much for joining the servers. As always, we look forward to your continued company uh, between now and the end of the tournament. And uh, yeah, until tomorrow, we bid you farewell. Ta-ta. Podcast Network.